like to hear it, here go. Free your mind. The Free Mind Sessions podcast, a community that comes together to share opinions and experiences in the hopes of gathering enlightenment on various themes surrounding social, creative, and business topics. Free your mind. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Free Mind Sessions. My name is Nyashomba Gidhu and welcome back. I hope you guys have been enjoying this episode so far with me um, being the only host. Um, but yeah, welcome back guys and um, we have a very special guest <laughs> with me. <laughs> I don't even know how to introduce her. I was actually thinking about it on my ride here with the Buddha Buddha and I was like... Yeah, she's a writer, and I think I've experienced you without knowing you through your words, which is very <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, there's a so I will probably <laughs> let her, you know, oh, introduce no. herself properly oh, before no. I butcher it. But guys, um, I am really, really excited for our episode today. No. Um, Abigail. No. Or should I call you Abby? <laughs> um, actually, either or, really. Mm-hmm. Most people call me Abigail. Also, does an Abigail sound kind of like an old woman's name to you? Abigail like is the, mother, the name of my grandmother. So. <laughs> my grandmother too, which is why my name is Abigail. But like, it sounds like a woman who has cats. Her best friend is Dolores, Sidri, Gertrude, Marjorie. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like an older woman. Anyway, hi guys. Hi, hi. Welcome to another episode of Free Man's Hands. Woo! Uh, my name is Abigail Arunga. I am, yes, as you said, a writer. Mm-hmm. I write for things that will pay my rent. Um... Yeah, I, I mean that, that's that's the summary. I'm a writer. I write for I've written for TV. Mm-hmm. I write for the Nation newspaper, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, they need to pay me more. Anyway, um, which I which article for... would you find you? Which page should people like be looking out for? True. So I write for Nation Online, which is the digital whatever. So that's Nation.Africa. I write for the Friday Nation, which comes out on Fridays. I don't know if you could tell from the name. And I also write for the Saturday Nation, um, a column that's supposed to be. Uh, about gender issues and ah. you know the pertinent mm-hmm. cutting women those things um yeah because that's generally my tone in life women politics down with the patriarchy that's generally my tone in life um <laughs> yeah i've written for tv um i have two books out which yes. i self-published um there are anthologies of poetry, yes. which can be heavy for people because, you know, we're traumatized by high school poetry. Yeah, we kind of think it's yeah. like you went on stage, you kind of shit your pants, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. like, because people were laughing at you, exactly. because you were really expressing yourself, exactly. and people didn't really understand this. It's like you're the weirdo. feelings. Wow. Yes, really. Either that, mm-hmm. or you were in KCSE, and you were asked to interpret a poem, and you were like... Ati, it means what? Ati, the author meant what? That's not what What persona? What persona? What stylistic devices were used in the mutilation of my brain? Yeah. Yeah. So I get you. I get you. One is called um, Akello. It was my first one published in 2014. Actually, that's the one. That's That's the one. one. Somebody gifted me that. They're like, you should read this. And I was like, that's how I'm telling you I experienced you through your words before even meeting you. So famous, guys. So famous. (laughs) So I'm on this podcast i'm so excited that someone gifted you my book like someone thought that it was a good idea to buy a book from me and then gift it to someone 
you see, they were really thinking either about you or me. I I'm don't know. So excited. We need to ask them what the Good motive job, was. Okay. <laughs> you know, if you once you only had two, and the last one you had was like five years ago, it's like ah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. first one was Akello in 2014, collection of 83 poems. Second one was A Side of Ranch 2016, February 29th, on purpose, because I was just like, that's just cool. Let's mm-hmm. do it on like a leap year or whatever. Um, and it's about CX. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I don't talk about it as much is also because it's about CX, and I don't want my parents to hear about it. So I haven't even like I don't even like push it a lot. Anyway, but the next one is mm-hmm. is coming, coming. soon, and yeah, I okay. don't know what it's going to be about. But uh, because it's me, it's probably going to be about love, feelings, emotions, which is so funny. <laughs> what is the? Could I say the irony of it all that we're actually yes. going to be discussing that today? Ah! Yeah, you know, it's our Rojo series. I guess I'm qualified. You know, the word author does mean authority on. <laughs> on something, right? Yeah. No, so I, I think that's, I'm not an that's, on that's love, amazing. Though. I'm not um, an authority on love. Okay, I should have said that. No, it, you know. <laughs> um, well, our sound engineer might just look at us funny, but <laughs> we, we won't take it to, I, I can't see, I don't have eyes on the back of my head. <laughs> but yeah, today it's all about love. And Ooh. actually, you know, we sort of, have been having these like preconceived notions and we just had as you know we're getting like i'm getting or i am already in my late 20s right and turning to it was kind of like wow um starting to realize how did i how did i perceive this as a kid and now how Mm. am i perceiving this right now Mm. and that's why i'm just like excited to like dive in because we often ask like our guests like when did you ever experience your Mm. first love and how did that like feel wait is that the first question yes <laughs> it's heavier but don't worry we're gonna go your, easy on you when was my first lo- like proper love like are we talking like puppy love are we talking like oh my gosh i'm in love with you i'm going to marry you and this is a decision i'm making in my adult mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. the second one i think let's explore that today because i, I we, okay. we, we sometimes we, we we often have it like a faded memory mm. but i'm i'm excited to see um where we go with this but before i dive too deep mm. we are all of these questions by the way mm. i cannot take credit we have a partner we've been going on 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 and on and on with this verbal connection so if you feel like they're a bit <laughs> intense terren, it's, it, terren. we are gonna go deep but yeah incisive going deep yes. in depth mm-hmm. okay so uh my first adult love that I remember you know my problem is also yeah mm-hmm. I, I really fall in love like hard and I generally think that all my relationships are meant to be forever so I never get into a relationship thinking like mm-hmm. this is gonna end I'm never thinking that so okay let me think I'm, I'm now going through the timeline in my head through the <laughs> chronology you know okay so that was uni uni um my first and easiest re- not my f- my first and in- <laughs> I know. Wait, there was the one for high school. Okay, when I was in high school, I, was, I had a boyfriend the whole time. He was How? The whole time. How? Like, from, literally from, from one to from, from four? From one to four. We started dating right before, like, in the year of KCP. Like, we started dating oh. class eight. Mm-hmm. And the relationship just continued until, like, from three, from four. And I was, like, super in love. And it was great. And because I was in high school, I would get letters three times a week because mm-hmm. you have a boyfriend. So someone is writing to you every week. I loved it. I loved getting mail. Um... 
I would honestly say that was my first love. I thought I thought that we were gonna, of course, be get married forever. and and have children. Yeah, that we went whole to the same church. Aww. I really liked it. We we would match like our clothes for church. Oh, like it was super cute. And then like we would just like sit and have like super long conversations and hug a lot. And that was like the extent of our like. It was so innocent. Yeah, we were just like hugging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was super cute. I really liked him. And yeah, that was. I think that was my that was my first love. We're still good friends. He got married the other day. <laughs> <laughs> do you still talk? Do you feel like yeah, you, guys, yeah. you guys still talk? Why yeah, do you yeah. feel like the relationship didn't work? Like uh, further he changed than a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. We both changed a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there are things, that yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are things that I realized um, that I didn't want to do anymore that he still wanted to do, right. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we can't we can't be together. We can't we move at this pace. Yeah, and that's also fine. And it wasn't like anyone did anything. It was just like who we were at those times. So. That was the end of that. But we're still friends. I used to try and hook him up with like with people. other friends. Yeah. Like, Why does this happen? I feel like we kind of this is like a defense mechanism that uh-huh. we do as uh-huh. you know adults that uh-huh. when now we cannot seem to work, uh-huh. we sort of push them away to other people. I mean, I was doing it because I thought he was a great person, and I thought if I can have you, someone else should mm-hmm. because you're great and you're really nice and he cooks nicely. Mm-hmm. He has nice suits. Anyway, yeah. Digress. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's important. Like I like that. Um, you sort of, you know, going back into the memory part is always interesting because it's like you think of a memory of a memory. Yeah. And sometimes most of the details are sort of like melted away, ah, no, no, and we never get to yeah. like explain uh, the story. Like imagine if he was sitting in this room, ah, he would. Corroborate. Would he say the same thing you just For said? Sure. Oh, it would be exact. Well, I mean, yeah. I always feel like the versions are taken no. apart. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I mean we've been friends long enough that mm-hmm. we've discussed this before, and we know like both of our versions of the stories, and we know exactly what happened. Like I remember that relationship so clearly; it made Aww. me feel so warm inside. I even remember how he asked me out. I remember what he said. I remember being on the dial phone in oh, my no. house and like him. This like, is serious. <laughs> Let me tell you: money. if you give somebody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. People listening to this podcast, if you anybody who had your landline, yeah. that's somebody you really cared about mm-hmm. five, because seven, seven, eight, you are zero. racking up those bills mm-hmm. and your parents are just like, Who is this you're calling every yeah. single single time? In love, love, in love, love. Oh, I love them so much. Oh, okay. Would you say like he was the first person who like taught you how to love, or like this was more taught me, or like in a way, no, the first person who taught me how to love was my mother? Oh, and, uh, no, d- listen, niggas, sorry, Woo. Um, <laughs> the first person who taught me how to love was my mother mm. um, even now the way I express love yeah. is the way my mother expresses love to me like the way I express love to people is how my mother expresses love to me so I find myself doing things to people or for people that my mother does for me and I'm like oh I am becoming my mother yes mm-hmm. which means I'll have no chills by the time I'm in my 40s I can't wait um, yeah <laughs> But no, the first person who taught me how to love was not a man. Mm-hmm. It was my mother. I um, mean, you know, people have different versions of this, so it's always good true. to to like elaborate. That's and, true. And find I mean, out. he was he was my first love, but I feel like I I knew how to love. That was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think every relationship kind of teaches you different versions of mm-hmm. love in terms of 
what you're learning from that relationship and so it's a different version every time yeah you know what i mean yeah true. Yeah. I like my first that. love taught me oh this can be cute and innocent and people don't have to do the sex you know and then the other one teaches you oh when you do the sex it is complicated and then the other one teaches you oh sometimes when you're in your by you know how to love but this person doesn't know how to love and so you're in your by yourself in the love and you need to be able to tell when you're by yourself that's what the next one teaches you and so on and so forth yeah yeah oh my goodness okay so how would you describe like personal growth in relationships like okay. because <laughs> i mean we we go into it having said expectations and we have no idea what the other person is also bringing to the table personal growth in terms of like generally who you are as a person or yeah. personal growth specifically how you are as a lover i think let's let's start like personal growth um specifically on an individual level on an individual level i think because we're dating different people right you're learning different things from different people and they're bringing different aspects to what you want or what you think or how you look at a certain perspective you know i mean you're dating a person because you're not dating your twin you're dating someone who like grew up completely different went to completely different schools had different relationships with their siblings has had relationships with other lovers before you you know yes. what i mean and so like i mean i don't know like in terms of if i can think of like an example from my personal life i dated a writer right dating a same writer, like you yeah <laughs> dating a writer is great and also terrible okay it's great because you always have someone to edit your work you always have someone who's willing to like read or bounce ideas off of or whatever and that's fantastic right but also you're dating a writer <laughs> <laughs> writers are crazy people mm-hmm. like we go into our heads a lot we create all kinds of stories in our heads while we're doing it we have like long periods of creative spells where you just should not be talking to me do not bother me do not for like we're nocturnal we keep crazy hours we're constantly trying to like get other jobs so we're stressed like it's it it was so it was good and bad so it grew my craft in that it kind of showed me a different way to think about thinking he was very into like blogging and so he had like a very clear roadmap about what he wanted to do with his blog what he wanted to do with his writing what he wanted to write like he was very clear with that me I've, I've never been like that i'm just like um what is paying the rent at the end of the month and then we can was, move and then it from we can there. move on to i'm not trying to be creative with it right now i'm trying to eat you know so that kind of showed me a, a different perspective also in terms of what i want to do with my own writing career so like there was growth in terms of that for example personally personal growth yeah i don't think i've ever dated I'm trying to think I don't think I've ever dated like another writer writer mm-hmm. no someone who like words is what pays their rent no not oh, really Oh wow so okay. that was interesting So now you asked a very important question about personal growth in being a lover because we Ooh. do have like we have these love languages Yeah right and sometimes Zanguni zote by the way all of I want all of them I receive all of them You're I give, like I a top Two. I think I have like a top two, but like I'm okay. I want all of them. All of them are accepted, mm-hmm. and I'm excited about all of them. Give me all of them. I'll also give you all of them. I want all of them. I want you to say, "Oh, you look so pretty." I want you to hug me and rub my back. I think it comes. It kind to... of blends in all together, but it it's it, there has to be one that is like without a shadow of a doubt. So I think that would be touch for me because once again, that's how my mother expresses love to me. Mm-hmm. My mother only started saying, "I love you." in the later days at when we were talking on the phone at I miss you I love you bye mama like that that's 
very recent but my mother all through my childhood was always like touching me yes. like she would be like patting my head or like stroking my ear yeah. or like <laughs> my mom is so cute shout out to my mother <laughs> like we would be sitting next to each other and then her toes would come and touch my toes oh man she's really cute anyway so i do that to people i touch people's toes you're about to toes. make me bust out of cuteness because of all this <laughs> she's so cute so like i find myself with my lovers and my friends my toes will come when we're sitting next to each other i want to touch your toes oh. i want to stroke you like i do the exact same thing that my mother used to do to me so yeah, yeah touch definitely is at the top if we have to pick one yeah but if we don't have to pick one we pick all Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, Sorry, you, I interrupted your question. No, no, no. It's okay. I like it. It's because we you you had brought out in terms of like, you know, love the the lover part of yourself apart from just these other aspects of work like you yeah. said or just things like that. I mean, there's people who make you understand there's no wrong way of loving someone, but mm. all of them mm. and being able to continuously show up for that person because mm maybe in other aspects of their life mm. family wise they have been mm. let down cuz mm. that way we are able to be the best versions of ourselves for them for them yeah i totally get that i have a there was a relationship i was in where i hadn't realized hey hey you know you look back at past versions of yourself and you're like oh wow you were kind of a bitch this um so there was this guy I was <laughs> good to dating, admit our flaws at some know, point i mean breakups don't happen in a vacuum mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh someone did something or both people did something and both people are kind of responsible really and have to take responsibility and have to take responsibility past a certain point amen um, to that so he every time he would um he would propose something and i didn't like it or i didn't want to do it my first answer would immediately be no and all through the relationship he would always be like why is your reaction always no like, like that's the first thing the first thing i don't even try and listen to it or think about it or talk about it i would just immediately be like no and he would be like as in even the way you're saying no it doesn't have to be no like that can we like can you say i'm listening and then say I'll no think about I'll it think about it instead of like just immediately shutting me down because like it it brings such a weighty like feeling of unpleasantness for him that he feels like he can't propose anything to me anymore because if i don't like it we're not doing it mm. and and that's something that you know personally as a lover i learned that even for my friends like because i love my friends right you're a lover mm. also to your friends i learned like oh maybe maybe just hear people out first before <laughs> before shooting down yeah because i would shoot him down yo why I'd do you think like, that was the case uh why do i think i shot him down i don't know i think it's a combination of things i think it's that um if i thought your idea was stupid so it was like a self righteous like superiority thing mm. or um if i just didn't want to do it and i had no interest in i had no interest in acting like i was interested in what you wanted to do which is weird right you should be at least trying to be interested in space. what your partner yeah, yeah is to, interested in yeah to like and brainstorm just, ideas you I know i just wasn't willing to i don't know why uh, maybe your mind was never in the right space that day maybe i mean I don't know. Yeah, probably yeah. I would say, you know, self-righteousness and and when people think that the old is right, they don't really want to listen to other adverse opinion. Basically, I was a dictator. Oh, fine, you made me say it. <laughs> I was a dictator. I just want to do what I want to do. You know, I'm Abby, better now. Abby don't go look for my tweets. Be like this. Ah. I think it's sometimes the way you say your past aversion mm. like right now probably would be, you know, you'd be proud of yourself the growth you've experienced, I'm sure. I mean I hope so. I yeah. hope that the things that I've learned from my relationships. Okay. I hope so. You hope so. If not then what was the point of the pain? Well, and the heartache. Well, well, well. Okay. Well, I have another question for you, mm. which is now coming to what we are 
we are when we are discussing today mm. getting to know another person involves finding peace the way you open up comfortably right oh. so what would you say are the ways you actively choose to open up to people and while at the same time feeling safe and comfortable hey bo hey bo let me tell you i have such a problem mm-hmm. being vulnerable mm-hmm. so you know how you can learn good things about yourself in relationships you yeah. can also learn bad habits yeah so because i was so vulnerable in my early relationships i've just closed down mm-hmm. like a cage in my later ones right so yeah. now i don't even want to get to that level of vulnerability i f- i think i come across as a very open person and so people think they're deceived <laughs> like if we get into a relationship with this person they're going to be great and open and we can talk about it. that is not the case i'm terrible at confrontation i'm terrible at arguments i'm very passive aggressive i'll be like you know pouring water on your clothes before i have a conversation with you like i'm terrible at it so i have to actively <laughs> make an effort to be vulnerable because it doesn't come naturally to me it doesn't like yeah i'm comfortable i'm open talking about things that i'm comfortable talking about once again very quickly shooting people down but like once it comes to something that i have to be vulnerable about like let's talk about your daddy issues and how they have an effect on our relationship i'm like shit mm. or i don't know i'm just I'm, or because i've been hurt and i'm just i like, know and this is I'm the not thing interested in opening myself up to more hurt so yeah. i just i i just yeah so to answer your question to make an effort to be vulnerable i try and have like targeted discussions that i know are difficult for me so if i'm fighting with my lover or a partner or a friend i'll be like uh we're fighting i do not want to talk about this but it's important that we talk about this because yeah. then we can get past it. I don't want anyone to harbor any feelings. I don't want this to come up a year later when yeah. you're throwing it back in my face in the middle of something that's completely unrelated. Unrelated to the whole conversation completely. because you held on to because it. Because I held on to it. Let, let me just talk Take about a brief it. Bit. So I'll be like, <laughs> hi, is there a problem with blah, blah, blah? And then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, what which is something i do more recently a couple of years ago what i would do is no one in the house can sleep until we talk about this which is also unfair to the other person yes you know how different people fight differently yes like i can fight um immediately in the moment i'll be coherent blah 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 but other people need to walk away so that number one they don't tell you some nonsense that will hurt your feelings completely or number two they don't lash out and say things they don't mean Mm. or they haven't thought through why they're angry so it's unfair of you as a person who can be coherent to like force them to talk about it in the moment but i would be like me i can't sleep so this is a problem for everyone in this house we're all staying up to talk about it Mm. yeah yeah no you know what's so funny because i'm just replaying how i me and my sister ended up getting a a method of being able to be confrontational to each other Uh because it would really get really bad Mm -hmm. right and nowadays we've just said it's the candle the candle is our mediator like we bring if somebody has an issue with the other uh-huh. bring a candle uh-huh. as that kind candle still is being lit you cannot speak over the other person until well i mean it's not don't bring a big, bigger scandal but <laughs> <laughs> but as much as the candle is still burning uh-huh. ensure that like you don't talk because we had this issue of always talking of each other or just somebody's like one wants to be able to talk to the other and the other one wants to walk away kind of thing but the candle is the mediator and so it's kind of been i mean we haven't used it but like the day does happen i hope that it'll it'll work it'll make but yeah there's just things you have to also in your mind be able to realize like you said we all don't deal with confrontation or vulnerability yeah 
to an extent, you know. I mean, I think you also have to clarify the rules of fighting early. <laughs> like, yes. okay, we haven't fought yet, but this is how we fight. When we do fight, there's going to be a candle. Mm-hmm. When we do fight, you can't bring up issues from two weeks ago in this fight. We're fighting about this thing that we're fighting about right now. Right now, right don't now. Don't talk about the other things. Yes. Um, if we're fighting, don't bring my mama into it. Like, that's not right. Like, don't fight in a way that you're going to say things that you're going to regret forever that we can't come back from. Mm. You know, when you fight, don't raise your voice at me because that triggers me because then I want to punch you. Also, don't punch each other during arguments. Like, I think you have to clarify the rules of fighting Mm -hmm. before you fight so that when you do get into the fight... Yeah. 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 There was a lover... um, So, when, when we used to fight, if I was upset at something, he would be like, okay, I can see that you're upset. Do you want to talk about it? No. No. Um, when will you finish being mad? Okay. <laughs> like you ask, Can you really finish so that, being mad? No, because I, I could kind of estimate like how long it's going to take me, how long I'm going to be angry about this particular thing that you've done. I can kind of estimate, so I'll be like, I need a day, or I need an hour, or I'll stop being mad after you rub my feet. Like I can give you actionable, <laughs> actionable things that you can do to make me less mad. Yeah, mm. stuff like that. No, I, I get you. Yeah, you see, candle can be one of your yeah, devices. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, just yeah. giving you some tips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Well, so what do you think in your opinion would be the best time to like integrate like friends and family like into your relationship? Because now you get to these points like you're so close knit, if I would say, like you're getting to a point where this this love is making you mad, but you still wanna stay. Um and then there are points where like now you I mean how many what would I say? How many months, weeks? Guy, once okay, you- so I'm a terrible... Me, I want my partners to be handbags, okay? I want you to be carried with me everywhere. I want you with me everywhere. I want you to go to all my things. I want you to meet all my friends, all that stuff. I don't think that's a good idea anymore. I used mm. to think it was a... It's not that I thought it was a good idea or a bad idea. It's just like, I'm in love with you. I want you everywhere with me, of course. Like, it just happened to happen like that. Now, in my 30s, <laughs> I'm in a stage where I'm Abigail, just like, you're just 32, okay? Yeah, but so that's in my 30s. Have I lied? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. You made it I said sound what so, I said. The way you said it, Diction. you found it so, so like you're deep in it, so I deep. I mean, in my 30s, <laughs> uh, two years and three years this year. Yeah, so mm. I'm just like... Still has to do, by the way. Mm. I think when I was younger, I had this thing where everyone has to love each other. Everyone has to be together. Everyone has to like my person. First of all, no one has to like your man or your woman mm. or, or your non-binary partner or whatever. No one has to like them. Mm-hmm. No one has to be friends with them. They should probably know about the person so that, you know, um, I think friends and family are important in, like, weighing whether it's a healthy relationship. Yeah. Like, you have to have someone to talk to outside of your partner yeah. about your partner, right? Mm. So I think they should be aware of the person. Do we have to hang out and kiki and spend every New Year's together? No, fam. Nah. So you wouldn't say like it's when if your partner gets along with your friends like this is a, like a clear no, that's cool, but he doesn't have to. In mm-hmm. the same way, I don't have to get along with their friends. Really? First of all, men have weird friends. I don't want. Women friends, that's different. Women, it's it's just easier. Men friends, like oh. they're, they're not even like tight. It's like his drinking buddies. I just, Kenyans, anyway. Whew, that's a whole other conversation. No, that's I know. You're podcast. about to ta- go on to that tangent and I was like, no, but there has to be a sort of friendship. Men don't have friends. There has to be a friendship that a is like really good. No. The one Men that checks him. Think Men about it. Men don't have friends. Yeah, think they don't about it. have, so like I've never, 
never, I think, I uh, think never maybe, met a man who has like solid friends. I think maybe like two boyfriends ago is the last boyfriend I had who had one best solid friend who would like That's check him. That's a big him. red flag. I think, I don't think men have friends though. I think they have, first of all, they get, either they I get married and their wives are their friends or they, they, they just have like drinking buddies or PlayStation buddies or I don't think, and I think Which that's a problem. Which friends are these? Me, I'm begging to differ. I feel like if I meet a man and mm. he doesn't, he cannot be able to show me like somebody who is solid, who his, checks he'll him. He'll show you his drinking buddies. <laughs> he'll show you his I'll PlayStation start to run buddies. For the hills. Or his soccer buddies. But you won't know they're his soccer buddies. Like, you won't know that they're not checking. You'll just be like, oh, this is my friend, Ben. And then you'll be like, oh, hi, Ben. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, now I know one of his friends. Okay, cool. It's yeah, not someone who... Like, I'm thinking Maybe of, we need to get into a culture of, like, having, like, really nah, close friends. I'm thinking friends. of, like, my brother. I think men do. I think a lot of the problems that men face with their toxic masculinity mm. is because they don't have friends. They don't have outlets. They Many men don't have outlets with, like, people who they can talk to. Which think is it's why not man everyone, enough is a thing. But is, no, I don't think it's everything, but I definitely think it's a majority. Like, I'm even looking at my family. I have four mm. brothers. Like, the friends? Their friends you, are their wives. So you want to tell me outside of their significant others, they really. don't... No, I'm thinking, wait, can Yikes, this is kind of like... People who are going to check them, mm. who are not just their buddies for only drinking and fun times? Mm-hmm. Uh, nah. Ay, we are having a big problem. Maybe we need to, like, have conversations on this more. Because I was just thinking, I don't know, I was just looking at, like, when I see all of the guy friends I have, some of them are like, okay, they are friends, especially from, like, high school. And those people, like, they've kept in their circle for long. And then I also look at, like, people who... Well, especially like no, when it comes to serious things of like who is on the lineup, I always look at it. But like, even who is on the lineup can be the guy you play soccer with every Saturday. It's not your bestie who knows everything that's been going on in the marriage and why you're getting married in the first place. I look at my guy friends and like I go look in their WhatsApp groups and what they're talking about. Yeah. Memes, football, and Yikes. are we buying a booty? Like it's not like hey, I'm struggling in my marriage and I want to leave. Like no. <laughs> Z. In fact, okay. my friends who've left their marriages, it's me that coming to talk to, not there. Okay, no, not that I cause people to leave their yeah. marriages, but it's me that talk to them, talk to their male friends. You know what I mean? No, I get you. I get not, you. That's not the level of Damn. friendship that men operate at. And I, I don't know if they're fine with it. Maybe they are. Maybe they're okay with like that. That's how. They that's are. just the level of friendship. Yeah. They're having mediocre friendships. Mean. Maybe they don't think they're mediocre. Maybe mediocre to us is <laughs> very fulfilling to them. They don't want to talk about why they want to leave their marriage. They just want to leave and not to be asked. Mm. I don't know. Manzi, gosh. I don't know. But Aki. hey, to answer your question, wow, let's bring it back. Um, bring it back. I don't think friends and family have to integrate into your relationship. You know, okay. If it happens organically, cool. Kudos to you. Mm. But also, you know what I hate? When people waste my time, until now I've gotten to know your girlfriend or your boyfriend, yeah. and then you guys break up. I've already followed this chick on Instagram. I follow oh her business. Goodness. I've bought Thank from you her for shop. bringing this You're up. me off. Thank you for ah. bringing this up. You know, this happened a lot, especially like my the early 20s. Okay, I don't know why this <laughs> is always so funny to say. But like the early 20s, like especially when like my cousins were really you know, dating these guys and we really used to hang mm. together, especially because I feel like most of my friends are my cousins, right? Mm. It's, and it's so funny because most people think they're my friends. Mm. And we just used to do so many plans together. You're chilling, you're vibing. Most weekends you're just, you know... Hanging with to, your cousins. And then yeah. also it took, the, it took it to another level of now even meeting the parents. 
And this is still boyfriend girlfriend stages for most of these relationships. Uh, my goodness, I'm telling you when the breakups happened, uh, uh, may it felt like I my heart was broken. Uh, because you now can't go to so and so's mother's house uh, to bring the milk it looks like what are you doing? Uh, what are you up to? Are you still trying mm-hmm. to make mend the the, the fence? Yeah. <laughs> for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for a while it took me a long time and I started realizing why were we so invested? Amma, it was just because. I think also when you're younger, you think it's going to last forever. And nothing yeah, is we going really to... think we really did. So you're like, it's safe to meet the parents because we're going to be in their lives for so Banda. long that it's fine. Konzo, it's when not he... fine. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Because oh. how many, how many of your cousins or friends who were dating from that time mm-hmm. are still together? Hey, <laughs> let me tell you, Konza, we are even realizing some of us we had scales in our eyes. We what? didn't see the real person until things started to happen, and we're like, mm, okay, now yeah. we move on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So we're investing so much in things that aren't going. I'm not not that I'm saying don't invest in getting to know yeah, your yeah. friends, friends or cousins whatever or cousins. But like, let's not get to the point where we're spending holidays together. So we've taken to, not until Let me tell you, it reached that point. It reached that point, Abigail. It reached that point. We're spending holidays. Yani we used to no, be like Christmas guys. to Kopamoja. Christmas. <laughs> Imagine no, Christmas. We are so and so's house. Imagine. Uh, I'm like them. Even we even have a. We have even been given a room like uh, that. That's Nani's room. That's Nani's room. It was getting serious. Let me tell you, it was just goats that were being (laughs) waited for. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. Anyway, but that's that. All right, all right. So now, (laughs) what is so funny now, even it's it's interesting, I'm segueing into this question. Uh Has a lack of your own closure stroke healing ever projected into another You didn't another say this was a therapy session. I don't appreciate Yo, it's free questions. mind sessions, honey. It's a safe space here. There's no judgment but my whatsoever. Question is, I'm not questioning the safety. Mm. I'm just like, now I must find the answers. Okay, so... And no answer is wrong, eh? Sorry? Say yeah, so has lack of your own closure stroke healing ever projected into another relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm trying actively to not get into a relationship now is because, not because of a lack of closure from my other relationship, but a lack of healing. Like, I don't want to ever claim anyone again. I don't want to introduce anyone to anyone in my family again. I, like, I never want to be in a situation where I'm vulnerable again. I don't, so definitely lack of healing as opposed to lack of closure. I don't, I can operate with lack of closure, by the way. I don't mm. necessarily need closure. It's just like... But what does closure look like? Because I think me. we have a very interesting narrative in our head. Like, we, we almost start to have a conversation with the other person before it happens. Exactly. But it never plays out like that. My version of closure is, we broke up, and I know why we broke up, and everyone is okay with this version of the truth of events, right? Mm. So the two men who've ever broken my heart in my life, right? Um, and one wasn't even a relationship. Ah! waste anyway the two people who have ever broken my heart it's the reason my heart was broken was because i didn't understand why mm. like i thought everything was going great da, 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 and then all of a sudden it's just like boom we're done you've ghosted me or you're not picking my phone calls or da, 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 whatever the reason and we never had a conversation as to what was the actual reason why this breakup happened and that is what would break me not knowing is what would break me so, so the ambiguity 
of the just the relationship kills me oh, it okay. kills me i hate it so years later one of them came to me and he was like oh this is why this actually happened and i was just like why the fuck did you just tell me uh, nonsense stupid anyway communication zero level zero. zero but the first one the first one never told me mm. and two days later he started dating my friend like it was a whole mess not only do i not have closure Nairobi, Nairobi. you're dating my friend mm-hmm. who you met through me yeah. And now I have to like live with y'all's relationship. Ah. Was this friend a very close friend of a yours? A really close friend. Imagine. Gosh. Imagine like I had known her at that point. I had known her for maybe eight, nine years. And we had like <gasps> kept in touch all through high school, kept in touch all through. Where's like, the respect? Where is the respect? It is lacking like your government. Honestly, I feel like what? some people w- walk around without brains in their head. Like what is what going on? Like the I conscience like, is wow. off. Somebody switches off their conscience when they leave the house. I think so. And I guess, you know, you feel like this is like, maybe it's the love of your life. And so you're like, I'm going mm. to risk this friendship for the love of my life. And I was like, cool. These are your choices. I don't think they But necessarily... Karma bus is a real bus. I and mean, it really had, likes to drive around had... people and hit them in the... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they had the healthiest relationship, mm. but you know, none of my business. Yeah. But yeah. So but I'm really sorry me, about that. That is that's mess. That's so mess. So closure for me now is even in the ambiguity being like, ah, Nisawa, Hakutaki, let's move on. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> but why do we have this habit? I think it's something that, you know, we were asking us I was asking myself and other people whether that um the 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 I don't know what it is, just the lack of one yes respect but also just the risk like people are not feeling that there's a risk of they're weighing whether friendship is much better or this sort of short term um, what is it called feeling of love that i will get rather than that is an excellent question i have two answers number one you know how you're saying um the short feeling first of all the fact that you think that you know, if you're going into something and you think that you're trying to preserve the feeling, that seems a bit idiotic because love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Let's just start with that. Because mm. feelings are fleeting. And you're about to def- define love for us, ah, honey. What? No. What love is patient? Love is kind. No. Um, but love is not a love is not a feeling. Mm. You can't you can't base the actions that you're planning to do with, for example, a long term partner or a long term friend on how you feel in the moment. Love is not a feeling. So getting with something or sacrificing a friendship on the altar of your current feelings mm. is obtuse, number one. Number two, um, it's interesting that you say that because I tend to think that the way we're socialized, the way mm. women are socialized, I don't know how men are socialized except to be I would free. love to be just schooled on that because what will happen when <laughs> I have sons? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you'll have to, so- you can build the formula. That's the point of having your old children. So I am told because I'm not blend mm. good on that path. So I think the way women are socialized is mm. that we're told that marriage is the be all end all. You are being built and trained to be a perfect man and daughter in, I mean, a perfect wife and daughter-in-law and and mother to who whichever appendage you're attached to, right? We're told that the prize that we should aspire to is being wife material. Mm. And therefore, in our early years, before we decide to go with that or change our minds against that, what we're all in the pool for is to be wife material. And therefore, you're willing to ditch your friends to be in this relationship. You're willing to date your friend's ex, who you know she's not over, to be in a relationship. You're willing to ditch your friends. You know how you have friends who disappear when they get into a new relationship? Oh, my goodness. You're willing to do that because and you're told... And completely do not... 
um, re- remember the fact that we were friends f- for a long time. But you know when this thing goes to shit, it's going to be your friends that you're coming back to. You know what I mean? Yes. And so because we're socialized in such a way that you are going to be a wife, everything else is fine to sacrifice. <laughs> in the end. Yeah. Wow. You couldn't have put it any better because I, I've, we've seen this so many times. I mean, we see this like in mainstream media, like just mainstream with movies media, and friendship. I think all of the rom coms there was always that scenario playing yeah, like, out. I have, I need to be chosen. You know, I need to you be know? chosen, or you'll just risk it all uh, because of this one banana. guy. I'm just like, first of all, friendships are the real romance. Mm-hmm. Friendships are the real romance. Friendships are wow. Guys, we need to put that on a t-shirt. But it's true. I love that. They come before and after the relationship. They're who you discuss the relationship with. No one understands your love languages and how to make you happy like your friends. Like they've studied you for years. Mm. The best interests are the the family you choose. You get to choose like you've chosen to be nice to me for all my life. I mean. And you've chosen to be my friend. You know, it's not like family where you can be like, oh my goodness. Yeah, because there's some family I want to date. But like, <laughs> friends, like I've I've opted in to this. I've bought into your company. Mm. I have shares. I'm invested. Yeah. In your life, friendship is the real. Actually, romance. in a way, I was At kind least. of wondering whether sometimes you know we are kind of attracted to our friends because, and not in just you know obviously when people think tra- attraction, they're like it's sexual. But no, my friends are definitely hot. Yeah. Yeah, but my it, friends are hot. But it's also like. Yeah, I would if if this was somebody that we are vibing with, we are open with, vulnerable with. I mean, in the end, like that's the foundation that if said be in a relationship, then at least there's that level of foundation that's there. I mean, friendship. So uh, maybe I should ask you that. Do you mm-hmm. think that the friendship has to be there as a foundation for a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I think I I've been learning more and more that that should be the case. But let me tell you my experience with this. When I was in Form 1... Oh, yes, you were. <laughs> when I was in Form 1, I thought dating my best friend would be the best thing in the world. Yeah. Because I'm trying to... I was like, we we are connecting in so many levels. Putting the relationship there wouldn't be a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was the worst thing. Because after a month... Do you know that whole month we were dating, I didn't even feel like I could even call him. It lasted a month. Bro. Oh! And... It made me realize, okay, where is the the theory and where is the practicality yes, in this? You know, yes. you think of it in theory like, yeah, 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 will be the best. No, nah. it's it's something. I don't know if it was just the label of that him being my boyfriend mm. ended up just labels changed. putting the label. Yeah, and it was like, where did it change? Where did the formula? get corrupted because mm. I thought it would be bliss mm. and I'm telling you that those four weeks were a bit like torture for me oh. because I was not understanding how I could not be open as I've always been I don't know where it just kind of shifted I and I, still to today I always just be like maybe it was just the the, the sort of building castles about this relationship before it had even began who, who initiated the hey best friend let's date <laughs> I think it was, um, I have a feeling I'm the one who shot that shot because I was sort of thinking about it for a while and then I was like, ah, yeah, I think this would be a great idea. I think we're just like sitting down having ice cream. Man, the days we just go and sit down and have ice cream. And then you're just like, by the way, actually, this is, uh, this should be, we should try this, right? And then it's weird because now when I ended up breaking things off, it was like, but it was your idea. (laughs) 
it was your idea nyashomba like why are you the you know oh, that's no. why it was a bit like confusing and i man i kind of feel bad about it because i was just like i really tugged this man's heartstrings for a bit and mm. then i really confused the whole thing but we're still friends which is great it's okay not, yeah, you're still friends yeah yeah we're still friends we still uh-huh. always talk once in a while which is great uh-huh. um yeah but i always think about but you're it. not best friends anymore when i say we're best friends no i would say we are we are just friends okay like, yeah because things you know they've gone into like there's a time it was um also him dating someone like me pushing him also to be like maybe since we can't do this maybe you should date other people yeah. and i think that shift of like dating other people also i just didn't feel like i wanted to be like a threat to mm. this relation his new mm. relationship because obviously he has to be like yeah i dated her and also she's like a very good friend of mine and i always never want to be like the the cause of disturbance yeah but do you feel threatened if you're dating someone and they have a female b- best friend who no, they dated no actually i love it Mm. Yeah, I really like that. I I think it's important to like have even if they dated their best friend. Even if they did. Yeah, like this like let's be open about it. Mm. That time we were still young. I think we were what? 15, 16. So what are we really know? Mm. What do we really know at that age? We But know na- we know that we should be jealous of other women because that's what yes. we're taught. That's what we're taught. But now if you tell me that this I think it if Kwanza if you're very open about it, I would be completely for it. Man, one of my male best friends every single okay so i've known this guy since i was 12 right <laughs> i've like i i mean like i know this dude right I, we've been I, he's my best he's one of my best friends every single relationship he's in the consistent threat is always eh hey, so now have you guys never had a thing we never had thing we had a thing recently like very recently but like all of the years before where he mm. had been in every single person would be like you guys never got together because you know they assume like because you're so close because you're so tight of course mm. there has to be have been a time when you're like let's turn this friendship to the next level the way you did with your best friend because yeah. you connect on all these levels you're so similar you have so much fun together blah 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 yeah every single girlfriend he's had is always like i'm uncomfortable with your relationship with abby mm. i think this is weird i think if you guys are dating you should just date da, da, da. Mm. and i'm just like my dude like literally girls have like I- issues to the relationship yeah because of our friendship and i'm like first of all guys if we wanted to get together it would have happened by now <laughs> like yeah. i've known him since i was 12 like if it's not happening now it's not going to happen but second how 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 do you teach trust in a relationship yeah. where what I've told you is what it is and you're not and not second guessing that and you're not second guessing because I can't I can't get inside your head and create trust for you either you trust me or you don't and that's already an even bigger problem in the relationship because yeah. you don't trust what I say to be true Yeah no that's a thing me I think honestly that that's not something you can teach yeah. because it's either you're coming in with your own trauma of not being trusted like what you are saying in the relation the previous relationships or you really have insecurity issues that need to be worked from within mm. i find it so like i don't know if this thing that i've seen with sort of especially new like what we're saying male people male males not being able to have girlfriends mm. like fr- just purely 
platonic girlfriends who just he enjoys their company and it's not there's nothing like it <laughs> i just find it so funny when you have to like call somebody and be like oh you're just hanging out with girls and it becomes like you start playing yeah it becomes playing this really weird story that you must be maybe sleeping with all of them or no you probably slept with one with all of them <laughs> you really think that us having this conversation if i've already decided to be dishonest with you you shooking my friends is not going to make a difference if i'm sleeping with them i'm sleeping with them like yeah. what exactly are we discussing i don't know it seems so so pointless there's something interesting that you just said mm. um people coming into relationships with the insecurities that need to be worked on so we're assuming also that people know the insecurities that they're coming into uh, the relationship you know the insecurities you go into relationships with do i know the insecurities that i go in with that's such a wow i think one of the things for me it's always <laughs> i always feel like my anxiety is going to like be seen for what it is you know like because i know i can get so neurotic sometimes when uh-huh. things are stressing me uh-huh. like i you know i have this habit where i pace around a lot or i can oh and then i have this thing where sometimes it's like my brain is running on a hundred so if i'm trying to go to bed you know it's like i cannot and these are things that are small things but you're scared like somebody's going to see them and so i feel like these are the small things that I do. i'm like my anxiety is just you're gonna see my anxiety You know when you say you have anxiety it's like it's going to be seen in full play like the person the big thing that is anxiety is going to be in the relationship with you it's you it's going to be sitting with us every yeah. single time yeah. right and it's sometimes just those things of like not feeling that I'm good enough because of just how I've been raised and just feeling like there will be a short a shortcoming of like me not having a mother in my life and it's going to kind of play out mm. um in in different scenarios where i overcompensate mm. um you know i overlove too much i i kind of like put myself in the light in the line for you a lot mm. and sometimes you know it's the fallacy of like you want it to be reciprocated but you also don't want to put it out there that i want it to be given back because mm. most of the time what has happened is I seem okay, fine people are like oh she seems fine she seems happy she seems bubbly she's okay but i i've been n- trying to articulate that there are times I'm really not okay mm. and I want to feel like you're there for me or you're, you have my back in a, in a secret way. I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like you're in my secret cheerleader and there are things, small things you can do, which I still, up to now, I'm like figuring that out. Yeah, you know, even I, like what list to give them, to what tell do, them the To thing, tell yeah. them, it's like, how do I even explain this if I don't even know it myself? Yeah. And so these days with my therapist, she's just been like, Yay, just therapy! <laughs> crowd noise <laughs> it's been a, you know it's I even saying it on online is like you know it's it's progress because just she just told me like you know you should need to figure out like maybe write at least even if it's like maybe pick up my um pick up like you know the letters from the PO box or something yeah. for me like here's the kids like small things where you don't feel stressed because mm. for me I honestly just I think when I see my to-do list it completely throws me off balance and then I feel like nobody's even you know like even for example my sister would be like I wish that you could just take the load off sometimes and mm. she's like okay just tell me just just tell me like I can't read your mind tell me yeah. so I learned to be like okay this is what I need you to do today yeah, yeah, yeah. can you do it if you can't you know It's like things like that. I totally um, get that. Yeah. Mm. yeah and so everyone th- needs therapy. <laughs> everybody needs therapy, man. Everybody does. So that's that's pretty much what I I would be able to say to that question. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I have a question for you. Yes. There is a popular narrative that Nairobi, oh. with its people, 
is not the city to be in a romantic kind of love. What would you say is there some truth to this and do you feel differently? So I haven't been single since I was 12 years old until recently, right? I was single. Like single, single, like you're not seeing anyone? Ah, no, not that one. I mean single. (laughs) No one thinks that I am their girlfriend and I do not think that I... Anyway, so my point is I haven't been single. Like single for no one is on my ass. Single for no one is trying to get into a relationship. But single, 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 single girl. You know I'm single. That one. I haven't been single since I was 12. And then at the end of my last relationship um, in uh, 2018, I was like, guy. Like, how is that? Oh my gosh, it's so hectic. Tinder and Bumble are the most hectic. I have no what? Mm-hmm. It's a meat market combined with a slaughterhouse combined with I do. I'm just a man. I don't know how anyway. you felt about choosing your pictures. <laughs> Using my pictures. Yeah, like choosing. It's it's still pretty nerve-wracking. So, but anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. I just, yeah. I just pick pictures. I'm just like, this is crazy. This is weird. I'm just going to just pick the People pictures. People having to judge you moving. by like, it's like going yeah, for shopping. Are. Yeah, they are. But like, so now what am I, like, I can't, I can't impact the way you were saying your sister can't read your mind. I can't impact how people are going to feel when they see my pictures. So mm. just pick the fucking picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I haven't been single in very long. And the introduction into the meat market. Yeah. So 12 to 2018. <laughs> that's literally 18 years. I didn't mean to go for 18 years. Wow. The introduction into the meat market was intense. First of all, so mm. I do mixes, right? Where mm-hmm. I hook up single people with other single people, right? Mm. I know. So You um, need to tell us the next one. I will tell you the next one. But mm-hmm. uh, because of COVID, I was doing them on my Instagram. So okay. literally on my Instagram bio, yeah. there's a place that says singles. And then like people's bios and descriptions. No pictures because it's like love is blind things. Because me, that thing for let's swipe on your picture, I just, it makes me so uncomfortable. Like, mm. we're judging this on a picture. First of all, I translate very badly on pictures. I'm people very and cute, okay? Like, but pictures input. just don't do me justice. I'm just like, this cannot Tell be. Tell them, sis. I see, I give you a picture and a three-line bio and that's how you're supposed to judge? No! Come on. <laughs> anyway, so I do, I do mixes. So I was doing mixes at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really want to. Sounds get into like a alcohol, but for people. It's true, it's alcohol, <laughs> but for people. What spirit goes with what liquor? You know, yes. what blend? <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. Um. And so I wasn't even trying to date. Okay. I was even. Ju- How much can I cuss on this, by the way? Just okay. So I wasn't trying to date. I was trying to fuck, right? So even finding quality people to fuck mm-hmm. was just difficult yeah right because people are like dishonest about their fucking mm-hmm. they don't want to do basic hygienic things like going mm-hmm. for testing they're not interested in, i just it was it it's a mind fuck i just dating yeah. in nairobi is difficult but i don't think it's a nairobi problem in response to your question i think it's a worldwide problem because even when i've dated mm-hmm. in other places it's not easier it's just the same what did they say same script different uh different different uh, different cast same script different cast yeah yeah, it's the exact same thing it's just in a different locale and maybe people are dressed differently or the restaurants that you're going to serve different foods but really dating (laughs) is hard no dating is hard because why do you think social media has had something to 
play into that like no, we're saying the, the technology as why you're going to be a dishonest to as why whether you're doing it on Facebook or in real life I don't mm. think that's a thing it's made access easier for sure cuz now you can just be like on Tinder and swipe and be like DTF but you mm. now, you can do the same thing in a club men who are doing DTF in Tinder are also doing DTF in the club oh my goodness especially different. after the ungodly hours like between oh. the hours of 2 and 4 before oh. like the club closes guys are like looking for who do we are we going home with exactly. like how are we doing this regardless of the fact that we've been in the club looking at each other and then the when the lights come for on four hours i'm just like manager you should have made a move way earlier anyway yeah. um no i don't think social media necessarily has made it worse i think it's like money you know how money brings out who you really are <laughs> social media has brought out who people really are and yeah. now they like feel very comfortable like trolling or asking directly for what they want yeah hey, but dating like finding like real connections i think that's super difficult my sister always used to say start dating in like high school mm-hmm. and uni because if you're going to get married early or soon yeah. that's where you're going to find because once everyone is spread out and in the job market and you all leave school and there's no way where you're meeting every day blah 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 yeah the pool just gets thinner and thinner and thinner mm. and then you get more and more stuck in your ways so like for example uh now there's some things that i look for in a partner that i would not look for even 5 even 10 years ago yeah there's some things i cared about 10 years ago that i don't care about now so the guy was dating 10 years ago yeah i really care if you have a job to be honest i was like me i have a job i don't need you to also have a job me if i want to go somewhere i'm going to go somewhere if i want to take myself somewhere i'm going to take myself mm. somewhere now i'm just like oh my dude Wow, um we're going to need a little financial ambition, integrity and trajectory yes. if you want to be with me. Yeah. Not that you have to have a job, but there but has to be some like financial basis or stabi- there has to be stability. It doesn't even have to be stable. I'm not stable, I'm a freelancer. <laughs> no, but when I say stability, I think people take it too literally like we just need you to be able to like have st- a stream of income coming in because before you were like, like you said it was filanga free man you don't need to really be having a job but yeah, like now you have like, responsibilities there are things you need to you cannot be an added responsibility to me exactly i think that needs to be like addressed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you uh, my version of being an adult oh my gosh it's so hard but my version of being an adult is mm being able to take care of yourself mm. like the only person you're responsible for is you mm-hmm. so i'm responsible for feeding myself clothing myself having a roof over my having head having a roof over my head yeah. i don't need the added responsibility of you if we're just in a relationship if we're in a marriage i think it it It's, i think the dynamics change yeah. because we're now we're in this for life we've agreed on our roles in the relationship even if you're staying at home and you don't have a job are you staying at home to take care of our kids are you making my life easier or are you yet another burden in this thing like we can figure out yeah our way yeah you know yeah because i was going to ask you whether if this would also have something to be like something to do with age like would you would you would age play into that kind of decision making on your partner for sure yeah like whether he's older younger for sure what would you lean where do you lean on this spectrum? i mean i don't discriminate i just participate um <laughs> i've Bars, dated guys. older guys who were stupid i've dated younger guys who are fantastic mm-hmm. so i i i don't lean when you say age in my head that just means maturity and like what yeah, age yeah, yeah. what age you are like in life like mentally yes. you know so I, i i would need you to be like around where i am or mm. higher whatever but lower i don't think i can go back zero dimitri no I but know. i was just asking like myself whether the younger people could be taught something by the older not older not, people. not younger age wise mm-hmm. 
I'm not talking about dating younger men. I'm mm. talking about dating men who are emotionally and mentally stunted. Mm. I don't mean actual age. There are 40-year-old men who well, are emotionally stunted. I'm not talking about 23-year-olds. I've met really intelligent, intellectual mm-hmm. 23-year-olds who I would probably at least bank. No, I'm kidding. But like... <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be it's not it's not how many years you have lived on this earth yeah. it's what you have learned from the years you have lived on this earth tell hey! them sis tell them sis because I'm a writer yeah mm, guys no 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 pores 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 yeah no no we have to learn we are learning today yeah, <laughs> yeah. so not not age age mm. i lean towards emotionally mature men where i don't have to have conversations about so you know now communication is key ah uh-uh. I beg. If you don't know that being in a relationship means communicating about things that you don't communicate about or talking, communication with an intent to change behavior yeah. as opposed to talking so that you can just hear me, mm. that's that's different. I think communication is bullshit when nothing is happening. If I'm just throwing words at you, are we communicating? No. Um, just throwing a ball on the wall. Yeah. But what I have also discovered recently during the pandemic is that people will only change if... A, if they want to, and B, if the thing is directly hurting them. Wait a minute. I've just had like a light bulb moment. Uh-huh. This always happens. Mm-hmm. You could be dating somebody for like 10 plus years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Never thought of like popping the question or maybe you've discussed it. This thing comes up from time to time. Maybe so three years. You're dating the guy for 10 years. Listen, listen, listen. Hear me out. Uh-huh. We're dating this person for 10 years, right? And every so often, this question of like, when are we getting married? Or people ask you that question. Then something happens, of course, you're just like, okay, I guess maybe we are not in the same wavelength. And you end up breaking up. Mm-hmm. And this guy ends up in a relationship. And you see six months later, mm-hmm. he's married, mm-hmm. he's whatever. What, what, is this, what is the deal with that? He just wasn't that into you, sis. <laughs> You've been dating, the, I'm telling you. Oh, he wasn't that into you. So to, put, to piggyback on what you are saying, that some people will only change if they want to. Yeah. And like, this is a perfect scenario right now. If he wanted to marry you, he would have married Bro. You. Like, that's not a thing. Like, <laughs> men and women do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in a relationship and this person knows that marriage is important to you mm-hmm. and you see it as the next feasible step for your relationship and it's not something... Yeah. And then you won't leave him if he doesn't marry you. Why would he break up with you? You're giving him what he wants right? Mm. Being in a relationship, emotional support, yes, labor, blah, blah, blah. But you're not demanding what you want from him. Yeah. So why, why would he leave? Do you think ultimatums are necessary? Guy, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I used to think that ultimatums were like the deal breaker. If you give me an ultimatum, I'm out. I don't agree with that anymore. I don't think it, it needs to be an ultimatum. It's like, these are the consequences of your actions. <laughs> You don't want to marry me, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Do you know, is that an ultimatum? Like, it's not saying if you don't marry me, I'll leave. It's I'm a, thinking I realize it. you don't want to marry me, and thusly, ergo, therefore, yeah. I am going to leave. Is that an ultimatum? Well, there are consequences to your actions. I want to be married. I want to have What do you define as an ultimatum? Like, Let's maybe begin that because maybe people may not understand what ooh, an ultimatum is. An ultimatum, like, if you don't do this for me, then. I'm out. I'm out. And there's a time to it. It's like putting a time on something. Yeah. But there's sometimes where ultimatums need to be said, no? 
Mm. If we're dating for 10 years, and if we're dating for 10, 10 years, and especially when it's something like, I want kids, and I'm a woman. Especially when you've like hit that mark. When you've hit that mark where you need to have kids within the next whatever, or you're not going to have the kids you want. I think those are vital. It'll be like, let's sit and have a conversation. Do you want to marry me? No. Do you want to have children with me? No. Okay, then I'm going to leave. That's not an ultimatum. That's looking out for you and your future unborn children, I guess. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, has happened to me. Like that's have you have my, you been in that space? Yeah, yeah that's why my last t- 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 many relationships ended. Because <laughs> at the beginning of the relationship, I would always be like, "Hey, listen, I'm not interested in having children because I haven't been interested in having children since I was 18 years old, right?" Yeah. Um. So every relationship I've been in after my wonderful high school sweetheart, I've been like, "Listen, I don't want children. Don't waste my time if you want children." Yeah. And they always they're always like, "No, it's fine." <laughs> And they're never fine. Mm-hmm. Then at some point they want children. At some yeah. point they want children. And I'm yeah. like, but dude, I told you. So we'll sit and have a conversation, and they'll be like, Abby, are you gonna have children? And I'm like, no. I told you at the beginning I'm not having children. Then they're like, okay, then I gotta walk. And I'm like, okay. But now I'm in we love had with you. Mm-hmm. I thought I was being honest at the beginning, which is another. I've begun to feel like honesty makes no difference. Honesty <laughs> and communication make no difference if the person is not willing to change or hear you. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm honest with you. I don't want children. You, you've had a sentence in your head. You've it's added go, things to that sentence. Here. It's gone through here. Come or you've decided, ah, she'll fall in love and she'll change her mind. Or I, I don't know what version of the truth you had when I said. But see, I and it's I vice versa also. It's also vice versa. Like if the man tells you like that from the beginning, and yeah. I think in your head you kind of we don't of, believe. Also. We don't believe. We think yeah. no, he's gonna fall in love. Well, it's like, the uh, same there's thing. There's no such thing as an African man who doesn't want children. Oh, there's Those people things. who don't want. There's children. people who don't want children. So. Honesty and communication, until the person feels the consequences for themselves, they will not change. Mm. They won't. Let me tell you there, that that is where we hit the spot because a lot of us are, are hearing things or digesting things the way they want it and they... Again, we have this conversation afterwards. Over and over again, three years later, we've been in a relationship and then we're talking about like, oh, <laughs> ah, oh my goodness but yeah no i get you i get you so what would you just moving moving into into a different territory which sometimes i think i've been wondering how best to like say this question but i'm just gonna just go with it how do you define cheating oh. <laughs> i don't know how to put it in the best i think i was just kind of like do i paraphrase it but you know what let's just be open cheating about is what you and your partner agree is cheating what is that? Whatever you and your partner agree. So if I think cheating is flirting with other babes, and I tell you, I think cheating is this, and this is my boundary, and then you do it, you have cheated on me. If I think that cheating is putting your penis in someone else, and then you do it, then that is cheating. Mm-hmm. If you think that cheating is looking at another man or woman, like whatever you you guys define as cheating is cheating but do you define those things beforehand yes, or when please. it comes to play no please define it before <laughs> because i if think you sometimes know, if you know cheating is a deal breaker for you define the cheating before yeah because sometimes people end up into situations and then it's like it happens in front of you like now say for example you're sitting here your significant other is on the other side of the room someone comes sits down with you and you're just having conversation and of course you may not see the signals because some people are very oblivious, that you, this man is clearly flirting with you and he gets upset. Like, how do you, would you describe that whole situation? 
because maybe it is happening in front of you and you ah, have sir. no idea. You know that emotional maturity thing I'm, I'm talking about? Yeah. You can get upset, but you better be upset at the correct person. Mm. Be upset at the man who was hitting on me. Don't bring your acceptance for me. If you feel address the And man. then it's always like you encouraged it. Okay, if you think that I encouraged someone to hit on me, we shouldn't be together because this is stupid. Number one, you should know me better, okay? Yep. Number two, go talk to the man if you feel like he's doing the thing. <laughs> Don't wait and stew and then we come home and you're like, how could you even talk to that man? Because he sat next to me. What did you want me? Don't do that thing for carrying the acceptance for the person who you don't need to be upset mm. at. You know? Like, yeah. Also, this comes back to the trusting. If I tell you I was not encouraging him, you need to freaking believe me. If you have a problem with men hitting on me, put me in a cage and never let me out because should, my nigga, should, it's going to happen. Flattered, though? Yeah, but it's going to happen. Like, yeah. Of course it's going to happen. I, I mean, always feel like it's, you should be flattered as the gay if the, the people are trying to flirt with you. Like, you shouldn't get, I mean, get upset. Whatever you feel, feel what you want to feel as long as it doesn't involve negative mm. emotion and energy towards yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? No, I no, hate I get it when you. men do that thing. Yeah. Where, where your partner is not responsible for how people react to your partner. Mm. Like, see, you got with your partner because of something. Either they're attractive or they're cool. Mm. See, other people will be able to see the coolness and attraction in your partner also. Why would you be so silly as to think that no one is ever going to hit on your partner? Yes, because you think she's made become... out of glass. Oh, yeah. wait, it's not glass. Okay, that's no, a bad analogy. Did... No, but like, <laughs> did your partner suddenly lose a face and lose personality when they got into a relationship? No, they're still the same person. Why would you think that no one is hitting on them? Oh man. So how would you then react if said now partner's best friend decided to hit on you? Like how would you feel about Partner's it? best friend? Yeah, because I mean you are going to at one point or another I'm hang gonna out. be like, you need to stop because I'm gonna tell him if you don't tell him. So <laughs> figure out your situation as to why you feel like this is an okay thing to do. Mm-hmm. Respect yourself mm-hmm. kindly and step the fuck away. Like, what are we doing? How are we having this conversation that your partner's friend is it? First of all, you're not a friend. Ah, just, <laughs> no. No, but it has happened way too many times because I, I think, again, we, we go back around into where our men don't seem to have, like, proper friends. Mm. <laughs> and we are still struggling to understand, like, how they don't have a best, like, the mm. line of friendship where we are like, show me your friends show you who i uh, who i am type situation oh. and this is what is probably happening behind the scenes but anyway all that's right. true all right yeah sour okay what so do you think cheating is what i think cheating is i think especially when it's an emotional cheating i tend to find that more difficult than the physical cheating like the whole like flirting and you know sort of the outside realm of cheating i'm just like huh if it's physical i don't know why i don't i never have a problem with that but more when it's emotional is where i've always felt that it stings the most and that's the one that i have trouble find like trouble how do you say um articulating from the beginning because these are things also it, it makes me wonder like where your heart is at the beginning of all of it and how are the people that you've let into your life, especially women, that you end up like the things you cannot discuss with me, you feel you can only express yourself with somebody else and that that bonds a different connection. Um, yeah, that's good. And it's, it's weird, how do you put a a cap on that because yeah, it's you like you can only text different women three times you know me, you it's have like, to text me six times you see that's where i'm like i used to find it so difficult 
even in this situation that I was in, like, it was like on and off for like five years. And I had this really arcing feeling every time he was on his phone, I would just be like, who is he texting? Mm. And, you know, for me, that hurts the most than knowing, okay, fine, you slept someone, it was once, we can deal with that. Yeah. I don't know why my brain goes into very dark thoughts, knowing that you're connecting much better. With someone else. Yeah, especially when it's things, you know, that I've always tried to ask and understand I think you. because we think that our partners are supposed to be our everything. <laughs> we think that your partner is supposed to be your best friend, your mm. confidant, your cheerleader, the person you go to when you're angry. They're also supposed to be all these things. So when they're taking one aspect yeah. and being that thing with someone else, you They're plugging betrayed. in the USB yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> you feel betrayed. You feel a bit Even betrayed. Even though it's not, it's impossible for your partner to be 100% of anything to you. That's what, you know, I was thinking But I get that. I get that emotional. Yeah, I don't know how to deal with that emotional cheating part either at all. Like, I'm like, okay, can we chamboa why this is a problem? First of all, are you fucking someone else because you feel like we're not having enough sex? Okay. You know? Are you talking to this other baby because you feel like I don't have enough time for you? Mm -hmm. Um, Are are you just like not in love with me anymore? I don't know. Like, do we now find the root of the problem? Mm. Can I get over emotional cheating? Yeah. How do you even, I think it stings more. I don't know. Especially when it's, yeah, especially when you take, like, damn, I'm about to expose myself. Especially when you find Uh the texts and you see the conversations. And you're like, wow, that's deep. And you feel like I've never, we've never, you've never opened up like this. Why is it that it just stings? And I just realized, like, it almost feels like a part of you, a piece of your heart is with someone. Yeah. And it's like, how do you even go around that? And you almost feel so insignificant yep. in this relationship to the point it just drives you mad. Okay, I've seen parts of myself go mad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it brings out a little... I think everyone has a little crazy, but there's specific things that trigger that particular that level of crazy. Ah. Uh, Ah, uh, no. Like, if I've been asking you, tell me about, I don't know, what's traumatic in people's past? Like, like your let's say childhood. If they had, like, like okay. your childhood. Like, if something bad happened in your childhood, like, let's say your parents died early in your childhood, and you've been like, hey, do you want to talk about it? I'm here if you need me, if you blah, 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 because you know it's bothering them. And then you find them talking to someone. Auntie, oh, you know, when I was younger. Ah, <laughs> why don't you share that thing with me? Yeah, it kind of feels like a bit like when somebody doesn't share your break with them and they share it with another person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean that they break. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so would you would you say you believe in monogamy? Like in Oh Lord. Hmm? I don't believe in monogamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think monogamy is feasible. I don't think Nairobians know what monogamy is. I don't think listen. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't I don't disbelieve in monogamy. Let me tell you what I believe in. I believe in honesty. If we can all just be clear yeah. about what we actually want and what we actually think. Because people who are polyamorous or people who are monogamous know if they're monogamous or polyamorous or whatever. Whatever yeah. all, the, or polyandrous. all the spectrum, whatever. Yeah. But you know, there are people who know when I am in this marriage, I'm in this marriage and that's the end of the story. And this is my one person forever and ever. Amen. I would never be able to be polyamorous. Mm. There are also people who know as soon as I get into this marriage, I'm going to start finding my number two and my number three wife Mm -hmm. to be together with me in this marriage. There are also people who know I really should not be allowed to walk down an aisle because this is a lie. (laughs) The minute you say I do, it's like, what? I don't. I I don't. don't. (laughs) Like, we all, like, people know, uh, first of all, people need 
A, people need therapy, and B, people need introspection. Because when you know the kind of person you are... Introspection yeah. is a good word. When you know the kind of person you are, you're not going to be out here wasting people's time lying that you're going to be monogamous, and you know you can. And you keep stepping out of the marriage. Like, like what you know, marriage doing? is an institution. And I keep telling people, don't don't play around with that institution. Like, the don't, things that will... don't play around with the institution of people? People in themselves are institutions. Mm. Like, I am a vessel made up of, like, my heart, my soul, my mind, my body. Mm. Don't play around with me. Because you know that you're not going to be able to be faithful to me. Yeah. Why are we Why are we messing around? Yeah. And if you discover in the middle of the relationship that you're this person, can we have a conversation about it? Can you we know, discuss? Like, can we just way- be honest? Whether I believe in monogamy or not, I believe more that people should be more honest. That's, <laughs> that's what I believe. Ladies and gentlemen, we've heard it from the words herself, the writer. I'm a writer. Yeah, be honest. Mm. Yeah, we love it. Okay, be so, honest, you know, I was just trying to figure out honest. like how we can go out to the bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you one of... Um, <laughs> this question makes me smile so much. Are you comfortable farting in front of your partner? For sure. How long does it take to gain this kind Date of comfort? Date one. Hmm? Date one. After that meal? Date one. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm a farter. There's going to be farting. So, yeah. I fart consistently around my friends, my partner. The only person I don't fart around, the only people I don't fart around, maybe my brothers. <laughs> I don't okay. fart around my brothers. My sisters, my mom, mm-hmm. my friends. And where do you feel like that's that level of vulnerability comes in because it's like this is my body it makes kind of weird noises you know i could be burping fighting all these kind of things this, i mean the humanity part of yeah of it yeah i want to start how i mean to finish i'm going to start fighting around you <laughs> you might as well get used to it now if this thing is for long mm. just let's this is who i am mm-hmm. i'm trying to present you in in line with trying to be honest mm-hmm. i'm trying to present you the most honest version of myself the most honest version of myself farts very often mm-hmm. yeah have it so you can make an informed decision about whether you want this or not yeah i love to know on gas huh no i i like that because then we then get to what we like to say the real versions of ourselves that version that I think we keep hidden most of the time exactly is the one that we want to present like where I like to say put your heart on the sli- on your sleeve exactly and just let it roll let it roll <laughs> <laughs> let it roll okay well i think that's i wanted to like leave it on that yes. let people be curious and uh, and understand that it's okay yeah, oh, let me in fact let me just nyamba nyamba no i'm kidding <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's fine. I mean there's a lot of like sense. Essence. Essence? Sense. Sense. In this room <laughs> that will mask it up. Oh, bring it to bring it to full nini volume. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Sour sour. Anyway, let's um wrap up from there. I think we Ooh. have been able to well <laughs> the amazing session here today i'm so grateful thank you so much you're welcome thanks for having me Mm. Mm. and special thanks to verbal connections for all the intrusive yeah you know what's so interesting these questions kind of like when you look at them they're they they don't feel so as relevant to kenya but then you can also sort of morph it change it what it needed to be what it needed to be but we also like Again, these questions, sometimes it's like, hmm, I never really thought about it that way. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's kind of always good to bring it to light. Mm. Yeah. So I want you to give you this opportunity, Abby, Uh-oh. to put on, <laughs> put on, 
tell us your Instagram, what projects oh. you have uh-huh. lined up, by the way. You know, let the projects. listeners know before we um, sign off. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Is Twitter the main one? So what is my main one? I don't know which one anyway, is my main it's one. Okay. They're both main. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram at Abigail Arunga. That's A-B-I-G-A-I-L. Ah, I've misspelled my own name. A-B-I-G-A-I-L. Not E. Um, A-R-U-N-G-A. What projects do I have in the works? You can buy my book on my bookstore. Guy, okay, I run a bookstore, guys. Wow. Okay. Guy. So I run a bookstore <laughs> You're about to that forget. sells only African books. It's called Rugano Books. It's Rugano Books everywhere on Twitter and Instagram. That's R-U-G-A-N-O-B-O-O-K-S. If you want a copy of my book, I only have e-copies because I sold all my books. Yes, I did. Um. So if you want any of those books, let me know. What other projects do I have going? Guy, I don't know. Read my things in the nation and then write to my editor so they think I'm a big deal. Thank you. I mean, and guys can still get e-newspapers, e- right? When you subscribe. So. Yes, yeah, exactly. Whether you can get e-newspapers. Just write to the editor. Write to the edit. Write to the editor. <laughs> yes. And then like, you know, come on, Nataka Kunitumia Mpesa. Just jump in my inbox. You we'll know, put the number in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, or the yeah. pay bill pay bill is better Oi. Pay bill, hey, pay not bill. number <laughs> <laughs> yes mm, basically okay. alright thank you so much Abby thank you've been you. such a pleasure I love I love hanging out with you and I'm, I love that I've met the woman behind Howard's stop mm, oh my gosh today so I feel very humbled <laughs> <laughs> my hands are a bit sweaty <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys um, this concludes our episode for today thank you for those who are listening in we appreciate you share around give us um feedback on the comments whether you like this style of us just being one-on-one with our guests but as always people we love you get home safely and stay free-minded free your mind.